This is the Titan Talks podcast, where our travelers get the best support every step of their journey. Tune in to this travel podcast series, where we give you the rundown on all things travel healthcare. Good afternoon, uh, Ricky Backer here with Titan Medical Group, and I am an allied account manager, and I am with I'm Lance. I'm an account manager here. Been here for 15 years. Ricky, you've been here for how long? About four and a half. Four and a half years. Um, so we wanted to just talk to you a little bit about some good things to think about before you get on the road, before you actually even kind of start talking to recruiters about jobs, even a lot of this stuff is. Um, so we'll just kind of get into it. Some things that we think about that uh, you might not consider before getting out there. So the first one that I kind of put down here is uh, have enough money saved. So what do you, what am I talking about when I say that, Rick? Well, basically, uh, it's going to take you a little bit to get to the assignment. So whether that be gas money, uh, whether that might be putting down a deposit on a place to stay and understanding once you get up there, it's going to be two weeks before you do get your first paycheck. So you don't want to be in a position where you don't have any funds in order to make it uncomfortable for those first few weeks. Yep. And so a lot of the apartments that you're booking, um, a lot of them will want a deposit and then also their first month's rent. So you got to think about really, you have to have a couple months rent saved up before you travel. Um, especially because a big pe- reason people are traveling is because you get that tax-free money for your housing. So you want to take advantage of that by setting that up yourself. So that's a big thing to think about. Transportation is another great one to bring up. Um, food costs, um, costs for purchasing licensures and credentials. Um, a lot of that stuff gets reimbursed, but initially some of it comes out of your own pocket. So budgeting for all that kind of thing is, is pretty important. Uh, the next thing I've got on here is uh, that your family and friends are know you're going to travel and know that um, you're going to be gone for a while. Now, why am I bringing that up? First off, uh, we want to make sure that when we are putting you in front of a client, that it's obviously something that is for sure a go, and we don't want to not only waste your time, but the facility's time with somebody that's more or less looking that hasn't fully committed. That does help fully commit when you are made everybody aware. I'll even add to that, for the most part, um, your employer. I know that sometimes it's a little tough to openly admit to your current employer that you're wanting to do this, but I think you'd be surprised with the amount of facilities understanding that that's something that somebody does want to do. So, you know, get, keeping them in the heads up as well as keeping them in your good gracious down the road would be yep. something. Yep. You don't want to burn a bridge, so you need those references to so talk to them about it. Um, you know, it's one of those things you want to be sure that you do want to travel. You're not just uh, traveling in order to get a raise. That's always a good one that we come across with sometimes. So make sure you're ready to get out on the road and, and talk to your employer about that and family and friends. One um, we get a lot of times is what do we do when we travel with pets? So Ricky, what do you think? Do you have a lot of people that travel with pets? Well, first off, a lot of people uh, maybe don't even know you can. and There are times when you can. So we get it and we want to make sure that uh, we're trying to find a place that is going, when you go to find your housing, that is, you're going to find a place that is pet friendly. Um, make sure that, you know, you have the proper essentials with regards to kennels and they would probably make sure you touch base with the vet before you do go ahead and go. So you're not running across something like that while you're on assignment with somebody that might be unfamiliar uh, to your situation. 
right? And if you're going to fly, you know, you have to have records of all the immunizations. You have to check with each airline. They have their own pet policies as far as what carriers you have to use. Uh, certain ones you can fly um, part of the year and part of them you can't. You don't want your pet sitting under the belly of a plane on a hot tarmac. So you got to think about all that kind of thing. Um, and just make sure you know you are going to a place that has enough housing available that's going to have some pet options for you. Absolutely. Um, another thing I, I try to tell my travelers is when you're getting ready to travel, it's great to have a digital file of all of your certifications, immunizations, uh, transcripts, really anything that you might need that the hospital might ask you for. And typically you can easily find those by, you know, going with to your employee health uh, at your current employment. They already have those on file and they're and you have every right to those. So maybe having those up front right away is going to make the credentialing process extremely easy for you for that. That first time assignment is going to be a little bit overwhelming when it comes down to getting those credentials into us. So, yep, that'll make it a little bit more relaxed while you're trying to do things like find housing, find transportation. If you've got all those certifications ready to go. So um, another good thing you can do is apply to licenses or apply for state licenses for places that you are interested in going. Um, I know we have a policy here. We reimburse licenses um, if it's the first time you've used them. So, and not to mention, actually, it's a very good point when if you were to go and preemptively get a license in an area that you want to go to, when it comes down to submitting to that place, the fact that you already have that on file is only going to get you that extra step above the rest of the, the candidates that might be uh, put into that job. So. Right. And talk to your recruiter, ask them which, which licenses take longer to get. Some of them take up to six weeks, some of them take a day. So you don't necessarily need to grab those that are so quick before you travel, but ask for the ones that uh, are going to take a little bit longer. Um, another good thing is to kind of keep track. As you're talking to recruiters, you may talk to a couple different companies. You want to keep track of the jobs that you're presented to and by whom. Absolutely. For lots of times, you, you definitely don't want to be submitted to the same job by multiple agencies. That actually could put you in a bad spot. And we at Titan definitely will always ask you that for what's most important is that you have that opportunity for a job that you want. So we're never going to put you in a position to not get that if you already have been submitted to those jobs. So keep track of all those jobs in a little notebook. I would have a page for each job you're being submitted to, write down the pay package, the shift, um, anything else that's important about that job that you hear on the phone. Um, and what company and what recruiter is submitting you so you can get a hold of those people. Um, another thing is make sure that your, your calendar is pretty open. Um, if you're, if you got a bunch of weddings coming up, it may not be the best time for you yet. You know, make sure there's a big open space of at least three months that you can get out there and, and travel. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more with that. Obviously, uh, those jobs are open because they're kind of needing the help. So going up there to, in you know, take a bunch of time off isn't exactly, you know, what we're trying to accomplish. Now, are you taking a little bit of time off here and there? That's okay. But, you know, we're going to help a facility in need. Hence the reason the job is open in the first place. Right. Um, another one that sounds kind of like a no brainer, um, make sure you have reliable transportation. Um, when you're driving, it's really probably always, it, well, it's, it's best to drive if you can, uh, rather than fly to a place for a couple of reasons. Why would you say that is? First off, you're in control of when you can get up there. Uh, second off, obviously, it's going to be more lucrative. Uh, at Titan, we will get a rental car if need be for you, but that 
the cost of that rental car is going to be taken out of somewhere already presented to you in pay package. So all in all, financially, that's your best, best option. Yeah. One other thing about driving is that if you're gone somewhere for three months, you're going to accumulate a lot of stuff in that three months. Um, I know how many times a week I have Amazon orders coming in. So <laughs> getting all that stuff back on a plane is going to be a lot harder if, if than just driving back, even if it is across the country. Plus, you can plan a little road trip while you're going. See some things you haven't seen yet. Um, just you know, kind of make it a a trip, a fun part of the travel job. Right. Uh, that does come down a little bit into play with where you're getting submitted to. I guess it's getting to the time of year now in the summer where it really doesn't matter. But you know, if you've got a very you know, subcontract car, it's in the middle of winter, maybe uh, expecting to drive that particular vehicle into an area that's got a lot of snow might not always be the best thing to to do. Good point. Uh, you were kind of talking a little bit ago about uh, knowing what qualifications you have and knowing also your your strong suits and your limitations. Yeah, I was. And the biggest reason I was talking about that is the fact that I know that getting you'll see lots of jobs being open with many different pay packages and so on and so forth, especially on your first assignment. Uh, you want to put your best foot forward and, and make sure that this is an enjoyable experience. So maybe making sure you're submitted to a job that might fit the size of hospital that you've been in or the department you've been in. It, it might be a little bit easier than possibly uh, going to some place that's overwhelming uh, or any of those different factors. So I hope that that does play into your decision down the road when it comes to picking that job. You definitely want to set yourself up for success because this is something that you can do for a very long time. Uh, and typically it tends to go off of how that first assignment does go. Right. So basically don't force it. Uh, make sure it's a good fit for you in the hospital. It's it's a uh, not going to work out well for either one of you if we're forcing it. So, um, hopefully, those are some good tips for you before you get out there on the road. Ricky, anything you want to add? I don't think so. I think we're good. Uh, we look forward to meeting you and uh, we'd love to work with you. Yeah, give us a call if you have any questions. <laughs>